Last episode, we discussed utilizing all of the senses to market yourself. And by the end of this episode, we're going to learn how to use social media to build your brand. Welcome to Uncorked, where we bring you the latest trends and tips to win your market all while sipping fine wine. I'm your host, Risha Garnada. Uncorked is a podcast show featuring fun and interesting conversations all about business, branding, and marketing trends. In each episode, I interview people who have done some highly notable things in their market, and they end up telling us their secrets to success as we drink some really good wine. Welcome to Uncorked. We are on episode 12, and today I have the super privilege of introducing you to a colleague of mine, and he runs a top producing real estate team at Compass. He is also a... Padres Premier Club agent. I don't want to screw that up. Nope, you nailed it. Um, and he was awarded SDAR 40 under 40. And the reason why I'm so delighted to have him on the show is because he's going to tell us all of his marketing tricks because he's kind of a marketing genius. Welcome to the show, Jason Cassidy. Thank you yeah. for having me. That was a great intro. I just want to have you like follow me around everywhere and be like, okay, this is Jason, 40 under 40. Yeah, exactly. marketing genius. <laughs> With like a little like drum roll or whatever. hundred like, percent. Here he comes. Yeah, you're the best hype person oh of all gosh. time. Oh my gosh. Cool. Well, welcome to the show. Thank Glad you. That you're here. We're drinking a Pinot Noir. Awesome. It's from Monterey County. Yeah. And it's a One Hope Winery. They're a winery that gives back. Do you do the whole, and I haven't seen this in the past, yeah. do you do the entire thing? Are you going to do a taste test right now? Like stick your nose in it? Yeah. And... In fact, I kind of want to do that with you. Okay. Okay. So here's the funniest part about this entire thing. My wife doesn't know I'm here right now, oh. but when this airs and she finds out that I'm on a wine show and I'm about to do a full tasting, she's going to lose it oh, right now. She because loves wine. She, no, she loves wine, of course, oh. but I learned and I watched like Psalm on Netflix mm-hmm. and I learned how to do all the stuff. So now when we go <laughs> wine tasting... I do all this stuff, and she's like, you don't even know what you're doing. Oh, okay. So and so it, this is going to be amazing that I'm now legitimizing myself as a wine connoisseur <laughs> on a wine podcast web series, and I'm about to do all the tastings. Cool. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So um, how do you go through your process? What's your first step? Yeah. So really, um, because I'm kind of a, a wine snob, yeah, you're I'm actually very good particular I've about talked, my wine. We've talked about this. Yeah. You're actually, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And I brought you a Pinot Noir because I feel like that's like an easy drinking wine okay. that I'm... Um, people love and they kind of start off with I didn't know that you actually were into big reds like I am or I would have brought you like a giant big red so sorry what's your favorite wine ever um it's gonna be so from Pine Ridge has a wine called I believe it's Fortis it's a cab Sauv it's big it's big it's from I believe it's Rutherford or Stag's Leap and it runs about 200 bucks so I pretty much if it's those are around my Favorite, favorite, favorite. Like, okay. Yeah. Good. Sorry um, to take I you also off topic really, here. really, really like Opus One. Oh, well, yeah. So I had a glass one. of that at Disneyland. He was supposed to pour me like a little taster. I didn't want to pay, you know, 50 bucks for a glass. Yeah. And then he actually just like accidentally poured yeah, a glass. He hooked you up. Yeah. And I yeah. sat there just like smelling it the whole time. <laughs> um, okay. So the first thing I look at is color. So um, this is a really light color, Kay. right? So I already know that this is going to be really easy to drink. Yep. Um, when I when I'm looking for like my big bold cab, I'm looking for something super dark. Yep. Um, more of like you can even see the legs, you yep. know, on a big bold cab. Right. You can see it on these too. Yeah. But I really like to see them just like slowly dripping down. Like the a edge Hennessy, of the glass. just yeah. dripping down oh, the side. Oh man, there so go. good. Okay. Um, and then when I'm smelling my wines, so I haven't even done that yet. Okay. I, yeah. I just get up in there. I don't make it. <laughs> not shy about it. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. So I mean, I. It's like very tart, like cherry, cherry tart, berry. Can you smell the berries? 
That's one thing I have not gotten Cherry to that point yet yeah. where I can smell the fruits mm-hmm. or whatever. I can yeah. taste some stuff sometimes, but I can't smell it yet. Does it smell sweet to you? Uh, it, it, I'm not there on the nose palate. Okay, so you're not a nose palate. I'm not yeah. a nose palate. Okay. I do that because I know I'm supposed to, but I couldn't tell but you. But you couldn't. I could be smelling uh, that over there. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I I definitely look for more of like the oaky, kind of mocha-y, okay. chocolatey-ish nose. Um, and then I like to taste like berry and oak and vanilla yeah. in my wine. I mean, I yeah. like all those tastes. Right? Yeah. So, so my go-to is, is it aged in the barrel or on the vine? That's my go-to. What? Oh, I don't what even that? know if what it actually means mean? anything. So I heard this once in wine tasting, and you could say, oh, the grape was aged on the vine or aged in the barrel, and it produces a different taste. Okay. And so when I go to, the, like, the sommelier and the taste people yeah. at the wine tasting, I say, oh, is it aged on the vine or in the barrel? And they're like, it's a great question. It was oh, actually aged on the vine extra an extra month. And then my wife gives me the, oh, my God. Like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> That's my go-to question. But you know what? If you act like you know what you're talking about, 100%. and you sit there and you sip the wine, so go wine tasting. Yep. Sip the wines, as I mm-hmm. just said. Yeah. And talk about them a lot, and they will start bringing you the good shit. 100%. I mean, yeah. And so the, that's how that's how I fell in love with like the two hundred dollar bottles and ended up buying those because they come out and they think like, oh, this girl knows what's up. Yeah. And then your you know then your palate you know gets really ish. spoiled, and yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's, I think that's a good method there. Good. So I still don't know what that means really. So if it Telling ages you, on. If it ages in the vine yeah. or, or in the barrel, there's a difference on how it ages and it changes the taste and it makes you look really smart when okay, you drop Okay, I'm going to, I'm actually going to have to Google it first before. Do it. I, they could Go just be it. telling you, you know. Oh yeah, good... 100% they could just be play, yeah, playing me. Um, I definitely like mine um, aged in oak. Okay, so, there yeah, you go. Definitely. Um, and then there's also different ways. Like, I know that I like my cabs from Oakville. I like them from okay. Rutherford, Stag's Lake. Those are some big, like, districts. And also, depending on how they grow, mm-hmm. how much water they get. Um, all right, so I really want to give the listeners, viewers, some value. And I think that you have a lot to bring. Okay. So I'm going to put you, you know, on the spot a little bit. Um, you are, first of all, you have, you're a realtor that has a TikTok account. I do. And you do it well. Like I do I? Yeah. Oh, okay. No, uh, when I'm watching it, I think that it looks specifically for thank you. TikTok somehow. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's like you make a bougie little like condo, yep. actually have a hip hop song behind it, and Correct. it's like, oh, that's TikTok. Yeah. Good it's job. true. Yeah, TikTok, I mean, it's getting, I don't want to like go out, I mean, it's, what's today, December 3rd, I mean, I'm dating this thing, but yeah. TikTok to me, it's, I've been on it for about two months, it's not getting the most of my attention, but I've, I've played with it yeah. i'm, I'm You're learning it, it. Yeah, yeah i think i put about 80 or 85 videos on there honestly the majority of my videos are That's just videos that i would have put on instagram stories because they're okay. already vertical yeah i just put them on tiktok as well mm. um and then i put like a different song and maybe a different text on it or something so okay. i'm just i'm literally just like playing with the platform yeah i don't wouldn't say i'm a tiktok person i don't yeah. put i've never put money into it i don't even know if you can yet if the platform's there i don't know if it is yet either but i do know that like when i look at your social media and i i want to get into your instagram yeah. and i hear gary v talk about tiktok tiktok yeah and i look at it as like you know i threw the show on there a little bit yeah. but it's long it's heavy it's yeah. not like really there's kids on there it's fun you're supposed to do other things and i have some ideas for it yeah and I just happened to look you up because I was like, I wonder what you're doing because I see what you're doing of on the Instagram. Other stuff. Yeah. And I was like, damn, he's already like doing it. It he's has already... to do with the fact that if if three years from now TikTok becomes the new Instagram, yeah. I want to be there and I want the head start. Right. And if it turns out to be Vine or something stupid and it goes away, what did I lose? No harm, no but foul. I, mean, I didn't. Would it? So many you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. No. It, and so, and this is the first thing I've seen since 
Snapchat that had yeah. a chance to rival Instagram. Right. If it doesn't, no harm, no foul. Like, yeah. I don't care. I'm still on Instagram and Facebook, too. Yeah. And, you know, that's still getting 95% of my attention. Are you on LinkedIn? Yeah, of course. Okay. I've been on LinkedIn for 10 years, that, though. I've been on LinkedIn, too, but I just don't, I don't like LinkedIn. Oh, yeah, I've always been on it's LinkedIn. Like Actually, I use LinkedIn. <laughs> I initially, I publish my blogs on LinkedIn first. Okay. So I, I write the long form stuff to link LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. What are your blogs written about? Anything. We have, we, I'll write, so for the last six years or seven years that I've been doing this business, I've always written blogs. So long form mm -hmm. content. What is an earnest money deposit? Or what, should you sell your home in the holidays? Stuff that can be used every year. Yeah. Um, so I write a lot of blogs about that. Occasionally I'll do case studies. So I'll talk about um, how I used an escalation clause to help a buyer client win a like multiple that. offer situation. Yeah. So the case study is the, the Altenberg family and mm -hmm. how, you know, and, and the story behind it. Very cool. And I'll put that into a long form blog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's not it. Very occasionally I'll do like uh, three new restaurants in downtown San Diego. I, I try to stay away from it. Yeah. Just, but it, I mean, I'll, I have some of that mixed in there, but usually it's real estate related stuff that's evergreen. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, what is, uh, I said, what is an earnest money deposit? What, what are contingencies? You know, stuff like that. And yeah. you just kind of explain it out. Those do really well with SEO too, because you're using the, the keywords. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That people are searching and they're already curious about it. Exactly. Um, now, right now the, I mean, the major thing that you're really hearing people talk about, which I love, this is totally my space. Um, uh, my space? Yeah, it's my space. Oh, okay. No, this is my, this is my world here yeah, okay. is getting more into branding yeah. versus marketing. hundred percent. And um, I see you do both, yep. and it's it's awesome. Um, what would you say to like if someone said, "Hey, Jason, what is your brand?" Uh, I try to be uh, an approachable, transparent real estate agent. I've always felt like I've been extremely um, open. Mm -hmm. You know, I have uh, agents that follow me on Instagram and stuff like that that ask me a ton of questions about things that I'm they learn doing. From you. Yeah, correct. And yeah. it wasn't about so. It's about two years ago, I realized that that's actually something I should be pursuing. And not shying away from. So I started putting out more agent-centric content, mm -hmm. uh, behind-the-scenes type stuff. Because then I started establishing relationships with agents across the country, which has helped me with referrals. Yeah. And that's that's the key right there is that as I develop a brand as an approachable real estate agent who people can come for come to with questions, yeah. they think of me when they have a client coming to San Diego mm -hmm. instead of anybody else. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And with the brand thing and. I, I didn't, we, I'm surprised we waited this long to even talk about Gary Vee, but the brand thing is, is that as this world moves into more search-oriented things like Google, exactly. Alexa, and yes. so, if someone searches San Diego real estate agent, you lose. But if someone asks for Jason Cassidy, I will win. Right. So what am I doing to get them to search for me instead of searching for a random mm -hmm. person? Yeah. That's what branding is. Right. To get them to ask for your name instead of asking for what you do. Mm -hmm. And then being able to know exactly what they're getting. Correct. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. And, and so and it helps too when you go on listing appointments with those callers, you're going to go list the house because they already know all about you as opposed right. to going to pitch yourself and your 21 step program mm -hmm. and then you're commoditizing yourself and you've already right. lost. Yeah. Yeah, I just heard something basically that was like um Marketing is great, but what's really great is not having a prospect anymore. Hundred percent, like hundred percent. Yeah, that's it. And it's um, it, it goes even here in San Diego. My friend Seth, who's like the guy in yeah, San Diego right now, Seth. we we had coffee a little while ago, and he was saying like, dude, it's funny because I just people call me to come list their house now. I'm right. not realtors going on, call him. Yeah, even. realtor. Yeah, for yeah. sure, hundred yeah. percent to to co list and stuff uh -huh. like that. Yeah, yeah, I did because he's for for t that's right. You yeah, did because ten fun. years ago he started doing video content right. and long form branding and putting his brand out. There. Mm -hmm. That's that's what it's about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a cool guy. Like yeah, that. oh, he's. Um, that's right. I forgot you co listed that Thor yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. Remember that. That's where you came onto my fun. radar. 
Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really when my, like, video career kind of took off. Really? And I found out that I actually, I went from being completely terrified of it um, to actually having fun with it. We did something called a whisper campaign. And That's it right. showed up in my memories. And That's it was right. totally me acting like an airhead, not knowing what, it, like, anything was. But it was still, like, it was fun and it was different. It was and everyone loved it. Oh, like, I thought it was fantastic. didn't care that I sounded stupid or whatever. Nope. Um, okay, you are a premier Zillow agent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Zillow Premier what, Agent? Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, What do you, you like it, you love it, recommend it? Yeah, Thoughts? it's, um, as a real estate agent, I'm also a business owner, and mm-hmm. right, we're all independent business owners. Yeah. I have a team of now six or whatever it is, and so I have to pay the bills. Mm. And so ultimately, when something, as a business owner, and I give it a dollar and it gives me three or four back, I'm going to continue to do that. Makes sense. Right? Yeah. And so there are... There are things that I'm watching. There's some long-term things with the CEO coming out and the new one coming in, and they're going more toward the buying of the home as opposed to, um, you know, the selling of the ad space on the website that now is like got my spidey sense up a little bit. You know what I mean? Because for 10 years, people have been saying the sky is falling, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, uh, it hasn't fallen yet. Like, correct. Don't, don't quit like, ahead of its what, time. Still, yeah. Here's the deal. Like, you can't romanticize how you make your money. And yeah. so if, back in the day, you paid newspapers and bus stops mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff. And now you go online and you pay some Zillow and you pay Facebook and you build your brand. Right. That's how you make the money. It's just where the consumer is. Right. And so I'm not here to debate the merits of where the consumer should be going. I look to see where the consumers actually are and I go there too. Right. Right. So that's where Zillow is the number one by far real estate site. I'm going to be there. Yeah. Now, actually, they're going to be switching into flex pricing next year and that's I, I see that as a big help to the people who are doing a lot of business with them because instead of paying $3,500 a month I'm going to get leads on a referral fee and I'll get to reallocate that $3,500 a month oh, up front it. or whatever so yeah. it's going to be coming through like a referral fee yeah. instead and so I think that's going to be a big win actually because mm-hmm. then I can reallocate that money into branding type stuff do you think right? it's going to cost you more it's a, it'll probably cost me about the same Okay. And so we broke it down and I pay about 30% anyways to acquire that lead yeah. from start to finish. Right. So if I pay 30 or 35% to get a referral, but that allows me to reallocate those funds, I'm going to do that all day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mean to cut you off. You're going to go. No, somewhere. no, no. I just, we got to their thought process too. And I was just at their, their conference last month is that they have 70,000 premier agents. Uh-huh. They only want to work with 7,000. So for 63,000 people, they're going to be like, Zillow killed my business. Sure. But those 7,000 who are really good at what they do and are going to start getting the flex price referrals, their business is going to triple. So while it's taking me 30, you know, about 30% to acquire the customer, I can just take a 35% referral fee, but get three times as many referrals. I'm going to do that all day long. Right. That's it. Okay. Well, cool. Um, I was thinking that I had heard some talk about on the the bracket, or I don't even know what the show is called. The real word. I don't even want to. Uh, yeah. It's more Byron. Shout out Byron. Byron. Yeah. Shout, shout out. out Byron. I actually uh, love the uh, the real word uh, because of Nicole. Yeah, me too. N- Nicole She's holds great. it down. Yeah. She's great. Then there's um, Byron. He's the... cool. He's all right. Whatever. <laughs> um, they were just talking today, or the one that I listened to today, uh-huh. um, about how their Zillow is getting into more of the transactional space. Correct. I feel like people don't really know what Compass is about. Really? And so, yeah, so they read a headline. And then it kind of just sits up there as a headline, and then it doesn't get explained. I don't. I've seen lots of Compass agents, and they're being asked these questions about our platform and everything, and no one knows how to answer it, or is no one allowed to answer? Like no, how great it is? Or... I, yeah, I feel like especially with the tech of the platform and stuff like that, it's a lot of it's still developing. I think it's uh, the yeah. promise of the start to finish tech platform is there, and I think the path to profitability and the path to being there is mm-hmm. all there. Right. But some of it's still not there yet. So a lot of the bigger teams who 
here's the deal. Compass went and acquired a lot of the biggest teams in their markets, right? right. They tried to headhunt the top 10% of all the, the agents or 20%. Mm -hmm. They already had CRMs and they already had websites. They so they're not really moving over to Compass's platform yet. Yeah. And, and adapting because Compass's CRM isn't quite what they had. And these people are running $100, $200 million businesses. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take some time to get those big players over to the platform. But once right. the platform catches up to everything else that's out there, I think Compass, ultimately one company is going to win. And I think, yeah. I, I think, and I believe you think, because right. we both that's work why for Compass, we're there. Yeah. that Compass is going to be the company that wins in the long run. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel. I, think, I do too. I think that's what it's going to be. With the, the smaller brokerages, the indie brokerages, are going to eventually start to get eaten up and it's going to consolidate to one big company mm -hmm. to battle Zillow in the ultimate like, yeah. fight. That's how I think it's going to go down. Yeah. Well, I think that um, that Compass already has a system that's better than any other any other brokerages. brokerage. Side. Yeah. Right. So I've you know managed a couple of them, and I saw the back end of, yeah. of, of a lot of companies, and even running my own shop, tried to like find something that I could compete. Yeah. And if I had met Compass when they started, I mean, I would have jump ship a long time ago. Sure. I mean, they, they have only been here a couple of years. You know what I thought is super funny? But they have a great platform Oh, it's already. fantastic. Yeah. And what they're trying to do is they're building a front-facing site now that's supposed to rival Zillow. And if right. you notice, if you go to compass.com right now and you type in 123BananaStreet, They'll actually show you the listing agent, even if they're at Keller Williams. Right. Like, and they'll give That's you that cool. contact I mean, information, yeah. just like Zillow will, because yeah. they give you the listing agent too. And then I go and I see in these comments and stuff like that, all these agents from Cole Banker or whatever, and they're like, Zillow's stealing our leads. That those list, those leads should go to us. But then if I go to that agent's website or Cole Banker's website and I type in one of my listings, it doesn't go to me. Right. It goes to that agent. Yeah. But Compass and Zillow both actually will send it to it. a listing. At least they post the listing agent on there. Yeah. I think those are two, the the transparency is what's going to win long term. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. And then the coming soon website and all these things that they're doing. The, then the extracurriculars yeah. for sure. But when we talk about brand, I mean, it's a sexy brand. 100%. It's, there, there's, I, there's no other logo that can compete. I mean, on as far as like, maybe it's just we're millennials and we like we're clean super, lines. We, we're super biased. I don't yeah. want people to tune out. All you uh, <laughs> Keller Williams people, I want you to stay for this next part. So don't tune out yet. We got to stop with the compass. Yeah. Line. So, okay. So my question to you would be, what would you attribute to your success? Oof. Oh, see? No, yeah, it's such I a loaded word. It's such a loaded word because I don't... I don't feel like I'm successful by any means. You know okay. what I mean? Like I go into work and I look at the people like the Seth, the Burns and the Kyle Whistles in, in San Diego that I, I, I'm still striving to be like. So I don't know what I don't know that that's successful. OK, so what about you run a successful team? OK, you've got um, awesome people on your team. They obviously are following you for a reason. I, I feel like to answer your question, because I knew what you meant by the question. Yeah. And I thank you for the praise. And it's mm. humbling to hear that. But the, the, to answer the question, I think embracing Gary Vee said it early on. It's like if you start thinking of yourself as a media company and not a real estate agent, yes. you'll start to develop a brand. And that's what I've done since I started in the business about five or six years ago mm -hmm. is I started to think value first, put out content, depending, doesn't matter about the channel. Yeah. Channel could be Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. I don't care what the channel is because in 10 years it's going to be new stuff. Yeah. But you start putting out valuable content on whatever the relevant channels are, you'll start to build up a brand and an awareness mm -hmm. and, and that's going to start to win in the longer term game. Yeah. And I feel like so far I think that's what's helped me attract talent. I feel like that's what's helped me get referrals from outside people, not even from Compass. We took a Keller Williams referral this year. Right. Yeah. And that's what's going to ultimately win long term and that's mm -hmm. the key to success. But... What's not fun about that or sexy is that it takes a lot of time. Yeah. And, you know, I've been doing that for six years. And the You've first four years. years no, no, no. I started yeah. my team this year, 2019. 
uh, or end of 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first five years was like slow and steady because I wasn't cold calling and doing a bunch yeah. of things that are like that are now business. Right. Which I'm not saying I was right and they're wrong. In fact, I probably should have been I on a team and been either, cold calling for the I, first two years yeah. and I wouldn't have had to eat top ramen the whole time. Right. But then in year three or four or five, when it starts to pay off, now that hockey stick where it goes like that is kicked in, uh-huh. which is which is good. And yeah. I think and I I like to think that that was the right call. Right. Right. So that's that's the the secret sauce. There. Yeah. Well, it's definitely all about um, the persistence. And, you know, I tell people I've, I've been doing this for 16 years and they go like, gosh, I wish I would have gotten into it when I was 19 also. Yeah. You know, it's like that's the only thing I know. And with you, it's like you started out with I mean, you were getting it right from the beginning. Like you were you're Thanks. you're very relevant. Um, so yeah, that it obviously takes patience. It's not an overnight 100%. success thing. You know what it is? is think. And I, it sounds so easy, but I am my own avatar of a perfect client. Right. And that sounds, I didn't mean it like that, but I'm 34 years old, yeah. married, baby on the way. Mm-hmm. That's my perfect client probably. Right. Right. So where do I consume media? Instagram, exactly. Google paper, click yeah. Facebook. So that's where I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've always taken it is when I was 28 and I started in this business, I was newlywed or just about to get married. So I was like, where am I consuming? I'm going to advertise to this person there. And now that I'm 34, I'm doing the same thing. And when I'm 40, I'll probably do the same thing. But I'm not trying to play outside of my lane either, I I feel like. So I was able to kind of naturally go right into the social media angle because um, it was just, that's who I was targeting was me. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I think that a lot of us, you know, in the real estate industry are always uh, chasing the shiny new object. Oh, for sure. And I do it they're told, too. but even like people that shouldn't be doing video, they're, you know, they want to do video, but yeah. so outside of their comfort. Yeah. Um, and then there's, you know, I, there's, there's just so many, I mean, people don't do well on Zillow. Like I'm not, I don't do well with getting calls at 10 PM. <laughs> Totally. I, you know, um, totally. so it's it's not it's not my jam, but it's yeah, yours. Online you know, leads are not. Yours. So there's people in my office, actually, at the end of the office, mm-hmm. the, um, that don't do Zillow at all, but they cold call expireds all day and they yeah. crush it. That would make my skin crawl, but I understand yeah. why they do it and they're it's great at it. It's for yeah. them. Just like there's other people who cannot and will not do Zillow. If you turn the camera on them, they'll freeze up and yeah. they just can't do it. But maybe they can write a blog or do a podcast exactly. and they would just be just fine. Yeah. But, you know, it's there. you got to find that there's 78 ways that like pillars of business in this. Find mm-hmm. the six that work for you and just do them really well. Right. That's it. I love it. Um, one kind of two questions Kay. to close out. Okay. Okay. I get this question a lot. Managing teams. Yeah. And I know you've been doing it for a year. You've learned a lot in a year. You yeah. had to have. Because yeah. when you get thrown into that, management's another animal. A whole other animal. <laughs> Yeah. So tell us your tips with managing <laughs> managing a team. Um, don't grow too fast. Mm-hmm. I think I, I grew really fast. There was a, a I think the first hire uh, for agents out there that are on the cusp of maybe starting a team is hire an assistant. Mm-hmm. You don't necessarily need to hire buyers agents right away. Um, so hire an assistant. There's probably even a role out there where you can hire two assistants before you actually need to get into hiring like buyers agents and stuff like that. And then you have to be the leader through your actions yes and that's actually been I feel like that's been an advantage of mine and I I I feel like I show up every day at 8 8 39 whatever it is you know I'm uh, I'm always at work I don't miss appointments if we set meetings I come to the meetings I've just you learn a lot from good managers you learn a lot from bad managers I've seen both sides of it Mm -hmm. you have to be the leader through your actions and then don't grow too fast yeah I think I was talking to Zandra Oya 
who Xandra's amazing. She yeah. just moved to EXP. She has um, a team of like 20 people. Right. She crushes. She, grows by, she I was interviewing her for a Jesse Wright event at yeah. the Real Producers, and she said that she didn't start her team till she was doing about 40 or 50 transactions a year. Yeah. And I started mine at like 20 or 25. I probably could have just hired an assistant and got up to 30 or 40 before right. I started. And I went from zero to one to three to five to seven to nine really mm-hmm. quick. A lot of people approached me about being on the team and I said yes to everybody oh, for well, a long time. Yeah. Now I started shutting it down and I, I just, no, no harm, no foul. I just can't take any more people yeah. on. And then now we've, you want to do it right. we've come back to six. I probably should have stopped at like five or six. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it just stopped with the smaller team. Yeah. And then grown from there. Right. Yeah. You don't need to grow too fast. Okay. It stretches you That's really good. thin. Yeah. Patience and really um, making sure that you are getting your systems in line before oh, you for sure. bring in a bunch of people. Absolutely. And then, Absolutely. Yeah. Because yep. it's a huge responsibility. Big time. Big yeah. time. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to close on this. What is your favorite drink? Like drink or wine? It doesn't have wine? to be wine. It can oh. be drink. A nice scotch. Oh, yeah, alcoholic drink though. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, you're like, uh, apple juice. <laughs> no, you know what's going to be so funny? All right, this is going to like turn off all your people, but it's the end of the show. They're already gone. Yeah, here, so. okay. Uh, Stick around for this, guys. I drink Bud Light oh. and can good wine. No. So it's it's cheap beer and good wine. Those are my two things. Hey. And so like uh, my favorite wine ever is a Penfold Shiraz that I had uh-huh. um, at a friend's house. It was amazing. I love good wine yeah. and cheap beer. Like mm-hmm. I can't do the IPAs and like the wheat, you know what I mean? Yeah. So Bud Light or Penfold Shiraz. Those are my two nice. favorite alcoholic drinks. Okay. Well, cheers. Cheers to Bud Light. <laughs> cheers. I love it. Thanks so much for having me yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. That was awesome. Great yeah. wine. Good, good call. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week. And remember to hit the subscribe button on your favorite platform. Reviews really help us out. And remember to share the show if you got some serious value out of us today. If you are interested in exploring anything we talked about, visit uncorkshow.com.